Hello, and welcome back to another Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique podcast. Fact is a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, and today is a little bit of venting, a little bit of um, surreal versus realism, hysteria versus logic, common sense, and science. Unfortunately, um, I just came back from the Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic 2020 in Columbus, Ohio. My wife lifted in the WPO. We had uh, three other friends lift in the WPO, World uh, Powerlifting Organization. It's a professional organization. It's the highest um, organization in our type of powerlifting, which is um, equipped lifting with crazy uh, squat suits and knee wraps and belts. And, it, you know, at the Arnold, there's 250,000 people there, spectators. The Arnold Schwarzenegger Classic began, I guess, in 89 or 90 in Columbus, Ohio. Um, it's always been in February or March. And uh, it's been a big boom to the economy. Um, dozens and dozens of sports. It started out just bodybuilding, but now they have powerlifting, Olympic weightlifting, CrossFit, arm wrestling, overhead Olympic lifting, strongman games, Scottish games, where they throw cabers. Um, you have a, all the strongman sports there besides the bodybuilding. You have 300, 400 vendors there. So people who set up tables, who sell, you know, fitness apparel, belts, supplements, wraps, um, anything you can imagine is there. Every type of protein powder, vitamin pill, um, things to help you in the gym, you can find there. They have three or four stages. I'm trying to remember. I remember four stages in the inside. Two main, the main stage, they have a lot of strongman and some of the bodybuilding competition. Then they have the rogue stage off to the side where my wife's lifted there before in a powerlifting competition where they have everything going on. They have a cage in the middle where people just come off the street and they do some crazy lifting. It's usually a world champion or national champion. It's not, you know, one of the 250 uh, thousand spectators um, and there's some areas for the strongman to complete um, Russian mass wrestling arm wrestling there's all these competitions going on and even off-site at the state expo you know there's archery there's cheerleading um, it's amazing so it's a big boon to the Columbus Ohio economy um, it's a big part and we were about to leave. We we're going to drive out. 12 hours is pretty much my limit for me to drive. Um, otherwise, we'd fly. But we were taking our coach, and we had a nice Airbnb to stay with some friends from Philadelphia, some other lifters who were competing. And I'm like, you know, let's drive. You know, it's okay. And quite honestly, we were about to leave, and they were thinking about canceling it. We got a bunch of Facebooks that the governor and Arnold came out and said, no spectators, canceling the expo, no expo. The whole reason that, you know, people will get their airplane tickets or hotel tickets a year before is to get close to the, the venue so they can go through and get their free, you know, grab bag of protein or an energy drink or whatever. Now, personally, I won't wait in line 45 minutes for an energy drink um, and your elbow to elbow 
you have to imagine a convention center with 200,000 people. Um, imagine a, a full college stadium, and then they say, everybody, you know, go to the bathroom or get food, and everyone hit the hallways, and you're elbow to elbow with everyone, and it's like that for four days straight. Now, they had moved our one event from the state fairgrounds, the WPO, to inside the convention center. So we didn't even know if we were going to have until the day of, you know, we're, we're driving and we still don't know what's going on. And from my understanding, the meat directors, the people that ran it, did not. So basically, we get there. It was very surreal. It was like the Twilight Zone. You know, Belinda lifted. My, our buddy James Vang lifted. Um, Debbie lifted. You know, um, you know the, it was very surreal. Why? Um, Dawn lifted. Right? And I had friends there. Because the hallways were empty. There, were, there was not hundreds of thousands of people there. There was not thousands of people watching the powerlifting. The cool thing about an event this size, an uh, expo, a sports festival, is that you get to lift in front of thousands of people. You get to show your skills in front of thousands, not hundreds, that you would at, say, a national meet. And dozens, which are usually friends and family at a local meet, you know, and it's okay if 100, 150 people watch you come do your, your weightlifting or your powerlifting. But being in front of thousands over four days of lifting is just amazing. Um, it's really a showcase for what you've done all year. And I feel real sorry for the professionals and the amateurs because, you know, basically it was just coaches and some friends and family that could sneak in that got in. They had security at the doors. Um, they had cops, and you have to have cops walking for an event, but they had more cops than they really needed because they just basically had the 19,000 athletes come into Columbus and compete it in all their sports all over Columbus. There were probably um, tens of thousands who decided that they're going to go anywhere. You know, their hotel is already paid for. And so they just went out and they visited and, you know, intermixed and spread whatever um, all over the uh, Columbus region. The reason they canceled it was because of coronavirus, COVID-19. They're worried about spreading it. Now, there's not been one case in Columbus. There's not been one case in Ohio. But they didn't want all these people rubbing up against each other. And I'm like, wait a minute. You didn't cancel the college basketball game. You didn't cancel swimming. You know, talk about a hot Petri dish. You didn't cancel, you know, people at Target. I went to Target to get some things. And sometimes it was crowded. And we're in lines. And people were coughing left and right. I didn't. wasn't scared. Um, as soon as we got into town, I had to run to Walgreens and I was greeted by a couple staffers with a mask on, but the pharmacist didn't have a mask on. The head manager didn't have a mask on. And I actually had a nice conversation with them. They think it's overblown. A lot of fear, a lot of fear mongering. Again, yes, COVID-19 is a nasty flu. It's a nasty upper respiratory viral condition. It can wipe you out. It has a mortality rate of, was it, three and a half now, three and a half percent, which is high. And I think what I think a common flu is what, 0.2, closer to 1%, you know, but 0.2 it, for the elderly and the young, it's dangerous. But again, 
most of the cases of, of COVID-19 deaths are coming from one nursing home in Kirkland, Washington, that the state authorities have not gone in and helped out, even when they found a few cases. They're understaffed. The place has not been scrubbed. Maybe it has today. They were still respirating people um, with, uh, who were dying of COVID-19 with the wrong type of respiration, mechanical respiration, that was spreading the stuff everywhere. Even though, and they're using Ambo bags on some stuff. And they're saying, oh, you can't use that. And I'm like, oh my goodness, are you kidding me? Where is the state to step in? I guess they were arguing about, you know, so many other little things that don't matter instead of taking care of what was right in front of them, which was this, this infection. So the majority of deaths have been coming from the same site in Kirkland, Washington State. We have a few here and there that traveled on cruise ships. We have one right here in Minnesota. Someone traveled on cruise ships. Someone was infected. But quite honestly, you know, the state didn't jump in and clean up this nursing home. Okay? This is common sense. And it just shows the level of bureaucracy. And this is the bureaucracy we had to deal with. You know, the Arnold people say, well, yeah, spectators can come to some of these events, but there's no expo. Well, we got that the morning of, and then the governor did an order saying no spectators can come. So we're graded by police, state troopers, security staff, which we've never had in our doors, checking, you know, for wristbands for coaches and athletes. Are you kidding me? I mean, even the meat director got stopped. I'm like, it's his meat. He's running the whole damn thing. And again, safety first. You know, we don't want this. But where was this concern? Where was this concern when 250,000 hot, smelly, muscled up, sweaty, coughing, you know, weightlifters, bodybuilders, fitness enthusiasts are smashed into each other last year and the year before and the years I've gone? And probably for the last 10, 15 years, they've had such a high volume of traffic. What does that mean? Well, let me, let me help you with the little statistics. The CDC estimates that from October 1st, 2019 through February 29th, 2020, there's been 49 million flu illnesses, 23 million flu medical visits, 600,000 hospitalizations, and 52,000 flu-related deaths. So the flu which is highly contagious, especially if you're rubbing up against people, was not even thought about last year at the Arnold. And in fact, you know, you didn't have a rush on toilet paper and hand sanitizer and hand soap and all this crazy stuff that's going on now because of the overblown media. Yes, this is a new novel virus. Yes, you know, we should try to keep it out of our country. Yes, but where everyone should have been washing their hands before and protecting their cough and their breathing airspace before, especially during flu season. We've been and just talk about the common cold. You know, severe common colds and bronchitis just just from, you know, the the common cold virus is nasty. 
I mean, we're not even talking about bacterial things like MRSA that are rubbed around when you have 200,000 people using very limited bathroom facilities. All the blood and all the grat, you know, stuff that happens from weightlifting and powerlifting and that, you know, mixed and mo moved around. I came home to everyone talking about the stores are out of stock of hand sanitizer and soap. Blew my mind. I, I just, I just can't understand the hysteria. I could if this was like the bubonic plague of medieval times where people were wiped out for lack of hygiene and being bitten by fleas who had the, the, the you know, the bacteria in, inside them and they injected that into a human and they had these massive infections. And by the way, common penicillin kills that quickly. So where are we now? Do we really have to have something to fear? Does it make us feel better that our environment is out of our control, that we have no control of it? Why, why are people in such fear? Does the media have to make up stories to keep people hyped so we can be all upset, full of anxiety, and spinning in a circle, chasing our own tails instead of having successful lives, moving forward. If you want to take care of yourself, if you're worried about that, wash your hands. If you're sick, stay home. Make sure that you're, you're practicing proper hygiene. You're getting 100 grams of protein every day. You're getting plenty of good fats and vitamin C, selenium, zinc. You're getting all those things that will help build your immune system. Eight hours sleep every night, every night. Instead of buying hand sanitizer, why don't you try to get eight hours of sleep a night? Why don't you eat some good food? But we're not doing that. We would rather think that life is out of our control and that some coming plague is coming to wipe us out. I've been watching the media. It, it's almost making me wanting to stop watching TV because they, even the po political, they were wrong about so many things for the last four, five, six years. Absolutely incorrect. And this fear, this fear, not practical common sense. They didn't shut down any other things that were going on where people were really close. This fear has transcended our culture. I teach chiropractic neurology. And for years, I would say how we overblew SARS, S-A-R-S, a respiratory virus that, you know, did kill a few people. Not as virulent or not as strong as the coronavirus you have now, but it was strong. And they shut down a Toronto Blue Jays game. I remember that. Over the fear that someone may have it in Toronto. Well, once the spring came, summer came, it, it's seasonal. It went through its life cycle. And guess what? Once everyone got a little vitamin D and they built up their immune system, it went away. Imagine that. So... Here's hoping that, you know, you can not, not have to buy $80 a unit hand sanitizer, which is going for in New York now. Here's towards you having some common sense in protecting your family. Wash their hands. Protect their cough. Don't get caught up in the hysteria. I did see a news report. They said, oh, you know, it, it's such a low risk. Yeah, it's a low risk. The numbers are really small. The majority of it's coming from that, you know, nursing home in Washington State 
and they're doing nothing about it, or at least they didn't for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's very easy. Make sure that you're strong yourself. Build up your immune system. Take care of your house. And if everyone does that, we'll have a much stronger population. Not, you know, run by fear and not walking through empty hallways of the sports festivals or concerts that are being canceled. A friend of mine from Indiana told me that something came up and they can't go to Elton John concert. Those tickets are usually easy to get rid of. Tried to put them online. No one's buying them. No one's going to concerts. That's how ridiculous it's got. Please, please take a deep breath in and just evaluate your surroundings. And if that means, yeah, you know what, if you want to avoid certain crowds, you know, that's right. That's fine. Don't take the subway. Don't take the bus. You know, I think they've actually canceled train service between New York and Washington, D.C. out of fear. It's absolutely ridiculous. All we have to do is be a little more careful, and this novel virus will come to its natural resolution. So did SARS. So did all these other viruses. We just need to have better protection for ourselves, and we're better equipped than we were 100 years ago to deal with this. But I don't know if mentally we are. We're still trying to fight the boogeyman, and we think the boogeyman exists. The boogeyman is between our ears. We need to stop living in Twilight Zone and get out of fantasy. And this has been another Fact Podcast.